Hey, ministry family. We are very excited for everything that God is doing right now. We're thankful for all of you who are tuning in to the podcast and and who have a, a heart and a desire to see Pentecost preserved for this generation. We are currently in Missouri and we have been experiencing an outpouring of the Spirit of God uh, at a level that I have not seen in years. And, and I believe that we are just barely scratching the surface for what God is about to do. Uh, with all that being said, um, we had the privilege to sit down uh, with evangelist and youth pastor Michael Barnett uh, and I'm just going to say Brother Chris Bacon. He doesn't like titles, uh, but th- this man is a, a wonderful man of God. Bo- both of these guys are powerhouses for the Lord, and they are on the battlefield uh, doing something great. Uh, and we got them for an interview uh, for this week's episode of Preserving Pentecost. Uh, they're going to tell you a little bit about their history uh, and about their mission for Christ. Uh, so we love you. Be blessed. And enjoy. All right, it's so good to be here with uh, Brother Chris Bacon and Evangelist Brother Michael Barnett. Uh, we are uh, actually here with them in Missouri, Goodman, Missouri, right? Goodman, Missouri for revival and. Uh, uh, it's a perfect opportunity to get them on the podcast, and uh, I just uh, I just w- was really uh, wanting to get them to talk about what Pentecost means to them. Um, we we've had wonderful teachings so far about the history of Pentecost, the power of Pentecost, and and I think it's uh, it's something when you can talk to people who have been immersed into this thing and who have seen the difference between the fake and the real. Uh, so, uh, Brother Chris, Brother Bacon, you yes. want to go first? So you, we'll let you just toss that up, brother, and uh, you just tell us. My um, my Pentecostal experience started in my late teen years when I actually got saved in a Pentecostal church. I had never really experienced it before, mm-hmm. um, but when I did experience it, it was the most impactful thing I had ever experienced in life. Amen. Because God saved me January the 3rd of 1993. The very next week, I got baptized and came out of the water speaking in tongues. Amen. God moved, and, and it's the first time I ever knew that God was real in my life. Yeah. And I've experienced so much in, in this faith and in this, this, this move of God. I've seen... Miracles happen, creative miracles, mm-hmm. instantaneous miracles, healings, deliverances. We've experienced some of that this very week oh, yeah. here in service. People being delivered from bondages that they've just carried around for so long. And that's the difference between Pentecost and the other, the other denominations that are out there. This is real. Oh, yeah. People become legitimately really delivered from bondages they become instantly healed from sicknesses and 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 afflictions that that are on humanity miracles happen creative miracles limbs grow back eyes get opened miracles happen and for me the perspective uh from my experience in pentecost 
and I experienced it this summer at a, at a youth camp that Brother Michael was doing where I actually had to find myself in a moment of repentance because the generation before me just allowed my generation to develop. We were never taught how to make disciples in our faith. And because my generation was just assumed we would pick it up, we didn't know how to teach Brother Michael's generation. Brother Michael's generation, they were never taught. But we've got to realize, Brother Josh, in Pentecost today, God is raising up a people. And we've got to give them a place in this. Because this is where it really happens. Pentecost is where it really happens. The day of Pentecost is when the church was born. When the church was manifest and we moved into that dispensation of Christ's grace mm-hmm. and the church, it was born into Pentecost. Yes, that's right. This isn't just a denomination. This is the church. That's right. And I have to understand coming from my point of view where we've got to pick up that mantle and we've got to give the young people and those generations a place in the church where Pentecost is alive. Amen. We've got to allow this to live and thrive and become a part of society. We've wanted to tuck it away in some back hauler somewhere, in some corner somewhere, and just hope it that it kindles and stays alive. We've got to learn to give it a place in in, in the church today because God is moving. The the God of, of the book of Acts is alive today and those things are still happening. But we've got to pick up that mantle and that torch and step into it and walk into it and believe in it and allow it to live. Allow it to live. So I'm going to turn it over to Brother Michael here and I'm going to let him talk for a little bit about his perspective of Pentecost. But people in my age group, we've got to understand our place. That we we are carrying a mantle. We are carrying a torch. And we've got to understand who we are in the kingdom, where we're going, and what God is doing. That's right. But before you turn it over to Brother Michael, just real quick, uh, I know what, I briefly got to talk with you a little bit about, uh, I'm sorry if I get the name wrong, but the Jesus, Jesus, Jesus Missions. Jesus Missions, that's mm-hmm. what it is. Could you, could you just kind of expound on that? Because, I mean, I felt your heart in that when you were telling me about that. And you talk about, you know, given, given, uh, the Spirit of God, a platform to be kindled, a, a place for that fire to burn. You know, in in the in the Old Testament, you know, they would have they would have a specific altar prepared mm-hmm. for the fire to burn on. Yes. And and so, if you could just talk about that just for a moment before we let Brother mm-hmm. Michael take off, because he's liable to preach us yeah. a sermon. You know. <laughs> well, what God has has given me is a platform to birth something that is, is, is world-changing and is dynamic and is revolutionary and is, 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 is full of fire and full of Pentecost because I've got wounded in the religious part of the church. Mm-hmm. It, has, it wounded me. Yeah. And I am so sick and tired of names and, and, and religious attitudes oh, yeah. and, and all of these things because... Religion has done nothing but wound exactly. humanity. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It has caused people to run so far from God in the name of religion because we want them to look like us, yep. talk like us, dress like us, act like us, preach like us, sing like us. 
That's not the design that God made. That exactly. God gave us. Oh yeah. God gave us the design to to commune with Him, to walk in the garden in the cool of the day, to mm-hmm. walk with Him. And what religion has done has stripped down and taken away the purpose of humanity. So when we go into these cities with the Jesus mission, the churches that we network with and that we that we that we communicate with and that we build with, because I don't believe in going into a city and having a great move of God and having no place for these yeah. people to go once we once we leave. Exactly. But I want a safe place for them to go. Mm-hmm. I want a church that they can go to and be discipled and be nurtured and be raised up and and, and given the 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 real the 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 real commandments the real yeah. things that Jesus gave us to become somebody real for the kingdom to build the kingdom on because it doesn't profit the kingdom at all for us to go yeah. and do a crusade in the city and then just leave exactly it doesn't exactly. profit the kingdom but when I go into a city and we meet with these different church leaders and organizational leaders they've got to leave that religious at the door. Mm-hmm. Because what we do is preach Christ, preach Jesus Christ and Him crucified, because that's what saves people. Oh, yeah, amen. And discipling in them and what Jesus commanded us is what keeps them. Yeah. It's not how you dress, how you talk, how you sing, what names on you. That's not what keeps people. Amen. It's discipling them in the commandments that Jesus gave Him, yes. gave us. The 1,050, I don't know a lot of people that realize this, there are 1,050 commandments in the New Testament alone. Matthew 28, Jesus says, go and teach all that I have commanded you. Mm-hmm. Amen. Jesus tells us to make disciples and I will build the church. Yes. We've got to get things in order because He's coming back. Yes, oh, yes. And yes. when He comes back and catches us away, it's over. That's right. That's right. It's the end of hope for humanity when we're caught away. And if we as preachers don't do our part, if we can't lay down that nonsense, that 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 religious junk, yes. if we can't lay that down and see people as God sees them, Amen. that soul, oh yeah, that eternal part of humanity, and strip it down to just that. That's what Pentecost is all yes. about. Amen. Is that soul, that eternal soul being filled with God's Spirit. Yes. Communing with God's Spirit as we were designed to be in the garden. Amen. Amen. I'm, I'm excited to see what all God's going to do with that too. I know when you, were, when you were telling me about it, you know, I just felt something leap in my spirit. And, and I can't wait to see the thousands that He's going to deliver and, and that He's going to fill with His true Spirit. Yes, not yes. Not this imitation. Not this fake imitation. No. Routine. We're done. I'm so done with religion, brother Josh. I've done with it. I've seen it. I've lived it. I've been there. I've done that. And it doesn't work. It doesn't save people. And it doesn't keep people. And the more people try to hold on to that, the further they're going to run people away from God. Because there's there's nothing but wound them. Because... God can change somebody. It may be take two minutes or it may take 20 years. But that's God's business. That's, that's not right. my business. That's, God's that's business. His business. All I'm supposed to do is I catch the fish. <laughs> and He'll clean the fish in His time. Yep. Amen. And, and uh, we'll give Brother Michael a chance to talk about his youth camp too because I've been hearing so many great things about what goes on 
yes. at these youth camps. And uh, you were sharing with me a little bit about how God has blessed you to not have to rely on uh, yes, a denomination's yeah, yeah, yeah. funding or yes, uh, things like that. So uh, yes, before you get into that, though, I want you to just kind of tell us a okay. little bit about yeah. your Pentecostal character yeah, well, what, history. Yeah, well, what Pentecost means to me is I've been raised in church my whole life, pastor's kid my whole life. Um, uh, uh, went through the motions of church, went through the the, the traditions of church, um, and, and I knew how to go to the altar, repent, pray, and, and, and I get oh, yeah. I get right back up, and I go out and do the same things I was you know doing over and over again. Yeah, them preachers can pay PKs. But uh, but what Pentecost means to me is is the real baptism of the Holy Ghost, brother Josh. When when you receive that real baptism, oh, yeah. that real fire, yes. it will bring a trajectory change in your mm-hmm. life to yes. where to where no longer are you on the same course, but mm-hmm. it will direct your path in a different yes. way. Yes. And, uh, and and I've seen so many young people, and and I've seen moms, dads, and grandmas and grandpas do the same thing. That that when they truly get that baptism. And that's what preserving Pentecost is all about because we, like, like Brother Chris said a while ago, we have a generation that knows yes. nothing about exactly. true right. Pentecost. Exactly. Right. They know nothing about the real fire. Yeah. They, know, uh, they know that imitation stuff. Yeah. They know that fake and stuff. And they're sick of it. They're as, sick of it. They're sick of it. And they want a real thing because they know the real. Yeah. And, and they're not going to put up with the fake. Yeah. Um, and that's, exactly and that's, right. why, that's why we have a separation. Mm-hmm. We have a separation between a generation and the church. Yep. Yep. And when, we, when God is going to bridge that gap back yes. together. The Bible says in the book of, uh, of uh, Malachi, I believe it is, in the, the last, pa- last chapter of the book of Malachi, that God is going to turn the hearts of the fathers yes. back to the children. Amen. And, Amen. The, children. and the children back to the fathers. Yes. And there's going to be a bridge that takes place. Yes. Yes. And when that bridge takes place, it's, we're going to see a powerful move of yes. God. Amen. Um, Amen. And, and, and it, it's a trajectory change. Mm-hmm. When we get the real fire of God, real Pentecostal yeah. power back in the church, the kind of Pentecostal power that they had in the early church. Yes. The kind yes. of Pentecostal power that they had at Azusa Street. Yes. The kind of yes. Pentecostal power that they had in all of these breakouts all over mm-hmm. the country. But I believe, personally, I believe that, that, that this next time it's not going to be a breakout here and a breakout no, there. Amen. It's going to be an overflow Sweet. of yes. the power of God. Yes. And it's yes. going to flow from city to city to city, amen. from yes. school to workplace to Come everywhere. On. And God is going to change the trajectory of the church. Mm-hmm. Amen. And it's not just going to be one church and this church. It's going to be the body as a whole. Yes. It's not a flash in the pan movement. No, That's sir. Right. No. no, sir. This See, is not a flash in the pan. People have gotten so accustomed in, in America to these little spurts of revival that, mm. that when they see, when they see a, you know, two or three days turn into a week revival, they think, oh, we've, 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 seen, really done we've seen the mm-hmm. awakening. Yeah. And, and. You know, you could get excited and carry service home for a week. Yeah, yeah. But but when the true move of God hits, like, and, and both of you touched on it, you know, we're going to see something that swept through the upper room yes. in Acts chapter two. Mm-hmm. We're we're going to see something that that when 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 Christ told Peter, he, he said, "This is where I'm building my church." Yes, sir. It's upon, it's, this, it's upon rock. this rock. Upon this and rock. then we, we see them go into the upper room and, and they, they all receive the fire baptism of the Holy Ghost and they come out preaching the gospel. Mm-hmm. That was supposed to be the foundation. That yes. was supposed to be the basis yes. of what the church is. And, and you know, like, like Brother Bacon was saying, 
you know, we, we have gotten so off track mm -hmm. in in our man-made legalistic, legalistic doctrine. Yes. And and I love I love the way you phrased that well you. you said that when you get the true Holy Ghost, you have a, a trajectory change. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Because you know, when, but if you don't get the Holy Ghost, you're running on a track. Mm -hmm. But it's the man-made track. Yes, it's sir. the yes. one that yes, people has gotten gotten so comfortable with mm -hmm. and that's pushed people away. Mm -hmm. That's pushed especially the younger generation yep. away. And yes, sir. We have a generation right now of people who are so confused. They don't even know what gender they are. Yeah, right. And, and we, wanna, we don't understand why there's so much corruption and, and immorality and, and sexual immorality and, and impurity and things going on. And, and it's, it's like both of you were saying, you know, it's because we have, we have changed our course from the real, the real manifestation, and that, and now kind of segueing from that into what you're doing in your personal ministry yes, with sir. your youth camp. Yeah. Well, when I uh, and, and I was going here um, just a minute ago, I got saved when I was 16. Um, Gerald Crab Priest, hell hot. But they can always laugh about. It was in Muskogee, Oklahoma. The camp meeting he preached hell hot. I was I was running from God. PK running from God. And I don't know how I got. From, I don't. I don't know how I got from my 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 chair to the front. It was an out outdoor camp meeting, but I made it. Um, and and when I got there, uh, the the power of God just completely changed my life. Um, but it was when I was about 17, 18 years old, I forget exactly what age it was, um, that I lay on the floor at my dad's church in Wheaton, Missouri, and, and a group of, of ladies surrounded me. I think we were there till 1, 2 o'clock in the morning, and the, uh, and the power of God just started falling. Um, and, and that's the night that I received the Holy Ghost. And talking about a trajectory change, that's the night that my life changed around. It Amen. turned around. Mm -hmm. And that's uh, just shortly after that, I felt the call of God on my life to preach. Yeah. Um, and that's why I say, when you get filled with the real Holy Ghost, it will change everything. Yes. It will change yes. your course. Um, and I've seen so many people, and we and we do this uh, youth camp, and God spoke into my spirit when he called me to preach. And he told me, he said, I want you to go after a generation that is broken, that is hurting, that is wounded. And they know nothing about Pentecostal power. They've been left out. They've been broken. Um, people have pushed them to the side, and people have just kind of shunned them away oh, yeah. from, from accepting them in yeah. and not accepting who they are. But accepting who they are in Christ. Not because, giving them a place. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Because we don't want to accept the sin, but we want to accept, who, like Brother Bacon said, who, they, who God created them to be. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but God called me and he, and he anointed me and he, and he told me, he said, I want you to go after a generation. And then uh, and about nine years ago, God told me to start a completely free youth camp. Um, and, and not depend on denominational church backing or anything. Just go in there and preach the power of God and the love of God. And 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 if you look at it, we don't have we, you you couldn't do it. Denomination told me I couldn't do it. Pastors told me I couldn't do it. Um, religious people told me I couldn't do it. Uh, but but God said you're going to do it. Um, I even questioned God many times. I said God, well, what am I doing here? And God said you're going to do it. And, uh, and for nine years now, we've been doing it successfully every year. God's met the need every year successfully. Um, and, and it's a mess sometimes. We have broken kids coming there that don't know nothing about Pentecost. Yes. 
Um, as a matter of fact, we've had several kids that have come in there, just been to Catholic churches their whole life, and God has baptized them in the Holy Ghost. And wow. they and and they might be running now, but but as a matter of fact, let me say something in case you're listening. You might be running now, but God is going to God is going to remind you of that yes. Pentecostal yes. experience yeah. you had, and oh, He's yeah. going to bring you back to the place where you need to be. And that, you know, that's something I've noticed too about uh, when somebody has has tasted the real fire it it seems like there's always a reminder god will send and it draws them back because you cannot be satisfied in the things of this world you can't even be satisfied in another church house that won't let the the glory manifest if you've had the real thing before yeah and and so now you guys have God has blessed you all to be able to do that every uh, for nine years now. Nine and now years. is this the ninth year, or is this going to be the tenth year? This will be the tenth year. Your tenth yeah, year. Tenth wow. Year. Yes, sir. And that takes place in July. Is July, that- the third week of July, third full wow. week of July, every awesome. July. Yes, sir. Well, uh, before we before we close or anything like that, uh, if. if do you guys take donations for that? Or we do. We work? do accept donations from that. Um, we accept uh, monetary donations and and or food donations, and just whatever uh, people want to give. But like I said, God has met the needs successfully Amen. every year. Um, now, now there hasn't always been an abundance afterwards, yeah. but God has met the need every year to take care of what Amen. He needs to take care of. And, and so, if somebody wanted to sow into you all, for yes, that, sir. Uh, could you? Just tell people how they'd be able to do that. Yeah, we can uh, we we can accept uh, a cash app payment um, with a cash tag Barnett's on fire. Um, we have PayPal. Um, you can go to our Facebook page, um, Third Force Ministries, and find all about that. We also have a Facebook page just for uh, Camp Third Force. It's under Camp Third Force, um, and uh, so there's de- several different avenues there that Amen. you can uh, that you can sow into. So and and you know, to me, that's not just sowing into the ministry, but that's investing. In the, in, in the future, yeah, yep, investing in this generation that God is raising up, mm-hmm. and I just I think that's wonderful. And yeah, uh, same with um, Brother Bacon. Yes, I know, I know God has already uh, opened up the windows, the floors, yes. the doors, everything in heaven. Yes. But if if somebody was particularly wanting to to get connected with you guys and help in any way, is is yes, uh, we are going to be releasing um, on several media platforms. Um, shortly after Christmas, um, it is going to be this Jesus Mission USA. We are going to flood every place that we can with Amen. it. Anybody that wants to be a part of it. Guys, I have people that are millionaires that don't go to church, that see us doing what we're doing and want to be a part of it because they're tired of buying private jets, Amen. fancy homes, and fancy cars for preachers. But they will give to places where they see us reaching yeah. the people that need, Sound the like widowed, the, people in the, back. the broken, <laughs> the fatherless, yes. the, the people that are out there that are hurting. These people have more money than I could ever imagine, but they want to throw money at this because they're tired of giving to denominational religion, yeah. and they want to give to something that's reaching out and doing the mission that Jesus called us to do. And any pastors that are out there, I want to encourage you, when you have young people show up in your communities and in your church, don't overlook them. Yes. Don't leave them out. Don't put them in a corner somewhere. Give them a place where God can raise them up because this is the generation that God is raising up Amen. for this end time harvest. Folks, 
We're not, we're not living and, and, and we're not living in, in, in revival time. We're living in harvest time. Amen. Yes. We that. are in harvest, harvest time. time. And the, the Bible talks about the, the laborers are few. And it's our fault because the laborers are few. Mm -hmm. God is raising up laborers. Yes. Amen. And yes. just because you think they haven't served as long as you, that they're not going to receive the same reward as you, you Amen. better give them a place. Yes. Amen. Amen. You better give them a place Amen. because Pentecost it's is real. sweeping this planet. Yes, it Amen. is. Amen. I love that. Well, I appreciate you guys. Uh, I thank you for, for uh, coming on the podcast and, and just sharing your heart and, and a little bit about, uh, uh, about your history and stuff. And uh, So hopefully we can get each one of you on later yes. on. I'd love yeah. to get each of you to do your for own sure. separate teaching for yeah. an episode and just kind of share some you. of the, the knowledge that God has given you guys and stuff. Yes, uh, again, I'm, I'm thankful. And uh, for all of, all of our listeners, uh, be looking for... Um, information about uh, the Jesus mission uh, that uh, USA uh, that's, that's USA. and and I've, I've got to see a sample of of how they're going to be traveling the country and I, I'm telling you God is going to do some God is going to do some big it's things powerful. and I'm excited for it and 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 uh, if you if you have it on your heart to sow into this next generation uh, I, I can I can uh, affirm it's that kids yeah, send your kids. Send your kids. Send, your kids. Send, send them. It's it's a hundred percent free. Um, we will uh, we will try to get a link attached yes. to the camp page. Yes, yes. Um, and and I, I can attest. You know, uh, brother Michael and his family are uh, wonderful people of God. And and uh, if if you are struggling with uh, trying to figure out how to get your child interested in Pentecost. Or maybe you don't even know what Pentecost is, and you want a break. Send your kids. Yes. Just let them yes. let them come get a taste, yes. mm -hmm. and 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 just watch and see how God will change things around. Uh, but we thank you for listening, yeah. and we hope that you will continue to be blessed and help us as we preserve Pentecost for this generation. Amen. Amen. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of Preserving Pentecost. If you would like to partner with our ministry and become a kingdom building partner, please contact us at davisministriesfam at gmail.com or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash davisministriesfam. Be sure to check out our new website at davisministriesnb.org. Until next time, stay blessed.